0: We all wear labels in life, but have you ever stopped to think of what labels have been placed on you? Are you the go to person in your family, the one that holds it all together? Are you the planner in your relationship? Are you the one that all your colleagues call for answers? As human beings, we will fight and we will claw to act in line with the labels and the lanes that the world put on us. But here's the thing, have you ever stopped to think about it? In this episode, we talk about the labels the world placed on us and a few micro steps to give us silence in life so we listen to the one person that knows the best for us, ourselves. Before we jump into this episode, I am so excited to announce that our website is live, megan-miller.com. I'm going to link it in the show notes, and I want you all to head over there right now, right now, and join our community and get on our newsletter list. This is where we'll communicate and connect all of you beautiful people as we grow this group of passionate and purposeful seekers. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. We are international, baby. I want to give a shout out to our friends in Portugal. Thank you so, so, so much for being here, for listening to our content, being a part of this community, and most importantly, showing up for yourself. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, Unfulfilled, fulfilled as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high performing go getters, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention. So they stop sleepwalking through life and start living, living with inspiration and living with fulfillment. I know because I've been there. I was there the majority of life. Having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be but me, and feeling like I was meant to do more. That is until I got brave and still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, we will share small, practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. For all of us that grew up over TGIF, which may I add, TGIF was my jam. Grab me the largest bag of combos you can get at your 7-Eleven, Preferably the cheese cracker kind. Although, listen, I was a chubby kid from Central PA, so I would have taken any kind of combos you threw at me. Roll me out my sleeping bag, and I was ready to jam on a Friday night. For those of you who didn't get the sheer television delight of experiencing TGIF, it was a Friday night lineup on ABC in the 90s which stood for Thank God It's Friday. And the lineup, the lineup was just delicious. As delicious as my combos were. I'm talking Family Matters, Full House, Perfect Strangers. Oh my God, who didn't love Balky? I loved him. Step by step, day by day, a fresh start over, a different kind of way. I could be here all day talking about TGIF. And part of the lineup of the show was Sister Sister, which was led by the Maui Twins. As you know, I am a podcast junkie. And just bear with me for a second. I'm about to put this full circle. I will listen to podcasts in the bathroom. As I'm getting ready in the morning, I will listen to it in the car. The car is turned into my library. Any long road trip I've quickly looked forward to so I can podcast the shit out of the drive. I am a huge believer in the power that what you feed your mind impacts what you look for, which impacts what you will find in life. It's a full, full circle moment of the power of what you feed your mind. And, and for me, one of the things I like to feed my mind is just great content through podcasts. So one of the podcasts that I'm a fan of is the Lewis House Show. And he had featured a conversation with Tamara Maori on it. I'll link it in the show notes so you can listen to it because I think it, I thought it was really good. And during this conversation, she talks about how she was on Sister Sister for like a decade. She was 21 when she left the show and how coming out of that time in her life was just really dark. She didn't know who she was. Being on the show was her identity. And as she's talking through this dark journey of not knowing who she was, feeling like she was losing a part of herself, I just felt so much identity to that you know, from the outside looking in, you would say, well, God, this should this really should have been a very powerful moment in her life. She had a 10 year run on this great TV show in a prime time slot, doing it with her sister. She had the financial success. She had awards and accolades. So by outside world, she she hit all the marks. But here she was in deep, dark despair because A chapter of her life was closing. She didn't know what was next. We are such label machines in any aspect of life. Your family, your relationship with your partner, your profession. It's these labels that the world puts on us. And we will fight and claw and do everything in our power to stay in these lanes. For instance, when I look back at my own journey, And God, isn't self-reflection such a gift? Although I will say there's many moments in my 20s that I wish I could just black out. But when I reflect back to my school days, I was never a strong student. And that's because after later in life and having some self-reflection, I realized that I didn't learn in that sort of environment. Sitting in those uncomfortable desks, weren't they so uncomfortable? Like you almost had to like swivel around so you could snake on in it and then you would sit in it all day. Like they, they first of all, it wasn't very comfortable seating. And then you were being spoken at all day. You couldn't talk. And I know this is going to come as a shock to all of you, but I like to talk. (laughs) So at this time, I I was labeled a C student, which meant by the world's standards that I wasn't smart. So. When the rest of the world labeled me like that and I was so hungry to find my niche, I think we all are. What's our tribe? What's our community? Where do we fit in this world? My belonging came that, okay, I wasn't the smart girl. So who am I going to be? And that's when I became the funny girl. And that is still a label that I fight against to this day. However, what's different is I'm aware of it. And I think that that's such a huge gift. We don't give enough praise to. So by outside terms, I've been very successful in my career every year to two years, getting a promotion, closing big deals for my company, turning hotels around, being known as the fixer, landing my dream job and still still, after all those accomplishments, and 15 years of accolades, I remember vividly sitting in many rooms, many rooms, and feeling not smart enough to sit in them. And now I look back and I think, God, what a shame make like you really should have owned that moment. You worked so hard to be in that room. You deserved every moment of it. And here when you were sitting in the quarter, Hiding what you really should have done was think, Fuck man, like I showed up. I showed up and I deserve to be here. So, my friends, I want you to take a moment and I want you to think, what label did the world put on you? And how are you fighting and how are you clawing to keep behaving in a way that puts you in line with this title? When I think back about what Tamara must have felt as she was closing this chapter in her life. And I think that's what scares the hell out of us. Right. Is we want to have such control over where the car of our life is going that when we don't know where it's going, we're scared shitless. And even if the car is going in the wrong direction, like we know in our gut, this isn't the right way to go, but we can control the outcome. We feel okay because we know where this is going. And we're bracing ourselves for the accident ahead. At least we know it's coming. But when we don't, and when we're out of the lane that the world told us to be in, it is scary as all hell. And I think that's relatable to all of us. The labels exist in every aspect of our life. Our families. When you think of how you fit into your family, you know, we all have that go-to person in our family, the one that handles all of the family problems the one that organizes everything, the nucleus of the family. Are you that one? Or are you the one who's late to everything, the black sheep, the one who's never really invited to anything, and then you find out about it later? And you're like, what the hell? I should have been invited to that. Who, who are you in your family? So the older I've gotten, I've seen that growing up with a single mother, who I worked her tail off at 23. Now I look back and I think, holy shit, 23 years old. She had two kids, no child support. My father wasn't around, so it was just her. She worked two jobs, barely slept for 18 years, put a roof over our heads, made every day about us, never about herself. And I respect the hell out of her. And I thank God every day for the woman that she was so I could become the woman that I am. And I know my mama listens to this. So thank you, mama. I appreciate all the sacrifices that you made. You know, and I saw as a young girl, I saw her life and I saw how much she struggled in life. And, you know, she was just so tired. And I understand you're working two jobs. You barely sleep you're taking care of these two kids, that's your life. And when I saw that, I thought, God, I don't want that. So I did everything in my power to defy that. I ran into corporate America, I ran into the validation from my job, and I just left all the rest of the drawers of my life empty for so long. Hence why now I'm 38 and married for the first time. Now, listen, I wouldn't change a thing because it brought me to this amazing man. And such an appreciation for him. But being able to reflect now, I can see how seeing that growing up really impacted a lot of my decisions for the majority of my life. Or how about the relationship with your partner? Are you the stoic one? The one that always gets the shit done? Or are you the one who pays the house bills? Or are you the spender? You know, for a very long time, like I remember when Michael and I first met, because I had to fight and claw my way to sit at the table my whole life. I remember thinking to myself, like a sense of eat peace, like okay, I don't need to fight anymore. He's gonna take care of this for me, with me. And for a long time in our relationship, I just left him to handle the bills and the household um, expenditures, and. And I think back and I think, God, how unfair that is for him. What a burden that is for one person to take hold of. And I'm 50 percent in this. He's 50 percent. So I should be sitting there with him. I should know, should be understanding our financial uh, spreadsheets and what our household income looks like, what our spending looks like. And for so long, I was just spend, 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 spend because looking back, that's what I always did, because it made me escape reality. And whatever feeling I was running from, then I was hiding from it. But now I've really put more intention to ask myself, do I really need this or am I just emotionally spending? And I will wait 24 hours until I make a purchase to really understand that. And it feels good. It feels so it feels better. Like, you ever put shit on your credit card, and you know when your husband looks at that shit, that either one, you're going to have to like find, make an excuse of to why you bought it, but it was on sale. <laughs> or, or even not even that. You just feel like shit after you made the purchase because you're like, I really didn't need this. I spent too much money. Like, what am I doing? Right? Don't you hate that? Another avenue in your work relationships. Are you the one that always gets the job done, always has the answer, is the reliable one that everyone calls and they'll say, she'll know. And when you're on PTO, it doesn't even matter because they'll call you and you answer the phone anyway, because you tell yourself, well, they need me. For years, 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 I look back on this and I think, oh, my God, I got a high out of this. Being the go-to, it made me feel so validated and wanted. And I was just so desperate for that. So when I would get the call, I'd be able to give the answer. I'd be able to say, here it is. And I got the, oh my God, thank you, Megan. You're the best. I needed this. You're our savior, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It made me feel so good. It was my drug. And I would sacrifice anything for myself to get you what you needed so you would approve of me. And now I can say that I'm working very hard at putting a lot of intention to this to put my needs first before I take the call, before I answer that email, before I schedule time to help you. And I'm telling you, when you do that, something inside of you begins to change. It changes every interaction that you have. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, your, your partner isn't to blame. Your family isn't to blame. Your colleagues aren't to blame. How the world isn't even to blame. You are the operator of your life and you have control over where this car of your life is going. Just because you were labeled something at some point in your life doesn't mean that's who you are today. Now, these labels can also carry over as we change our roles the mother who's going back into the workplace after all these years and has such imposter syndrome thinking, well, hell, I haven't worked in corporate America in 18 years. What do I know? Well, let me tell you what you know. You were a CEO of your household for 18 years and I can't think of a more difficult job or the woman who lost herself in her marriage and thinks if she's not giving all of herself to her marriage and her kids, then she's failing. And I'm here to tell you, that when you don't give yourself time to show up for you, you're not giving your kids the best part of you. You're not giving your husband the best part of you. You need to put that VIP rope up and guard time for the most important person in your life, and that's you. We let these moments, being the person that we're told to be and the labels that we wear, define our happiness. And then when these moments change, you just feel unhinged. And this is what I want to share with you, you beautiful human being. Change is always happening. It always will happen. That's just a part of life. And one of the first obstacles that we need to understand as humans is we don't think we should have any problems. Well, there's problem number one, (laughs) Right. If you don't think you should have any problems and a problem comes up, how do you think you're going to handle that? I like to call these obstacles because remember, words matter. The words you tell yourself, the words you speak, the words you listen to, it all matters, my friends. And problems, obstacles, it's going to happen in your life. It's how we handle these obstacles. You ever heard the saying, life's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. These old school sayings, guys, are, are have been around for a reason. I like to say old school's the best school. They've stuck around for a reason. And it's not what happens to you. It is how you respond to it. You can either buckle up, get back on that damn roller coaster of emotions, anxiety, guilt, fear, God, I lived there for so long. Hell, I didn't even know I was on the roller coaster anymore. Or you can say, you know what? No, no, I'm not getting on the ride this time. Universe, I see you. I understand that things are happening for me, not to me. What lesson is this teaching me? With life comes wisdom. And let's not... Let's not devalue that with life comes wisdom. I can sit here today with you at 38 and say the shit that used to unhinge me in my 20s no longer does. And thank God for that. I I don't want to ever go back there. I remember just this constant. I was just a ball of anxiety. Like I didn't even really enjoy it as in my 20s as much as I should have because I was just in this constant anxiety and anxiety mode, fear mode, guilt mode, not feeling good about myself mode, searching for answers. You know, I would think to myself, well, I never heard back from them. Are they mad at me? He never called me. What did I do? here it is another date. He didn't call me back. What was I not skinny enough? Was I not funny enough? What did I fuck up? Was that joke not funny? You know, what what did I do? Or shit, I forgot to send that email and then lament all weekend long on what that would mean for Monday. And by Monday, as you enter the office, you're thinking you're going to get fired for something that's so minuscule. Right? Don't you? Don't you hate that? You look back and you think of, all of these scenarios that you've created in your head and spent days lamenting over, and they never came true. Whereas if you would have just had the courage to ask the questions, to spend a little time with yourself to see where this was coming from, you could have saved days over this anxiety and guilt and fear. Right? You know, um, I I, I think, God, how many times I robbed myself of moments because I was so busy thinking about all of these scenarios in my head. And my friends, that's going to keep happening to you if you don't learn whatever obstacle you're going through at this moment, the relationship you want out of because you feel stifled, the job you want to quit because you're sick of the toxicity, the weight you want to lose because you feel like complete shit in your clothes and you hate it. And you hate even leaving the house because you know you're going to have to put something on with a button. So now you never really leave the house. And now it's just a sick cycle because now you're even gaining more weight. Whatever it is, when was the last time you allowed yourself to ask this question? What lesson is this teaching me? How am I showing up in this? What responsibility do I have in this? What label did the world put on me that has me showing up like this? ask the questions, be patient with yourself and see what emerges. This moment in time, the obstacle you're facing, the label you're wearing, it doesn't define you. You define you. And this is your permission slip to be whoever the hell you want to be. Instead of looking at the outside world, as we all do, how many of you have a problems and you speed dial your besties? Oh, I do. Or you look to Google, check. Or you scan social media for the answers. What, whatever it is. You know, you, can, you know who can help you navigate through this? The person looking back at you in the mirror. And it's the person that we never trust, we always dismiss, and we ridicule. Why don't you take a little time to get to know her this week? Give yourself the gift of silence. It can be in the car. You know, during my commute, sometimes if I I don't want to listen to a podcast or I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, I just allow myself the silence. It's so cathartic. Or it can be going for a walk around the block with no earbuds. Just let nature speak to you. Or it can be your morning ritual with your pen and paper and your thoughts. Give her a little time to emerge and you'll be amazed at what she shares with you. Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that would benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something to you or you'd like to share something with our community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Or if DMing, as the kids are saying, uh, isn't your thing on Instagram, email me. I'll, I'll link my email in the show notes, megan at megan-miller.com. Share with me what you'd like to hear. What's working? What are you struggling with? You, my friend, are not alone. And that's why we're here as part of your tribe members. Till next time carry on with intention.